0: It's Monday 22nd of March 2021 and you're welcome to this podcast from Black Knight, the web hosting, domains, cloud and broadband company. My name is Conor Mwina Khan. This show goes out once a month on blackknight.blog. It's one of two podcasts that we do. And this one is all about our business and our business is the internet. So I'm delighted to welcome as our guest on today's show, Una McCutcheon, who's Corporate Communications Manager at .ie, the Irish National Domain Registry. Today, they're announcing the .ie Digital Town Awards with a prize fund of €100,000 to promote awareness, knowledge, use and understanding of digital technology in Ireland among citizens, businesses and communities. The awards are launched this morning and last week I pre-recorded this conversation with Una. Welcome, Una, to the show. How are you doing?
1: Very good, Con. Thank you very much for inviting me. Very happy to be here.
0: Delighted to have you, Una. We're going to talk to you in a moment about uh, the I, .ie Digital Town programme, uh, which is something uh, that you guys have just announced. But first, I want to ask you about the .ie Tipping Point Report, which is uh, a report that .ie published last week. Now, market research is nothing new for, for you guys. You do a lot of it and a lot of analysis of what's going on in the internet and SME uh, sector in Ireland but these two reports this is the second of two that you've published over the last year they're focused really on um, SMEs uh, and their response to the pandemic aren't they?
1: They are indeed they take a look at both the consumer and the SME but yeah for the purposes of, of this show maybe we'll just chat about the SME element and I think You know, everybody has seen a massive rush to online um, as consumers uh, want to stay safe in their homes. But what's very interesting is that the number of SMEs who have um, invested in their online presence since the pandemic began, so that's now at 55%, up from just 21% in 2020. And so you can see that SMEs are saying, yes, if I have to preserve my business, I need to have some form of online and because of this, 78% of them say they've been able to sustain their pre-COVID business levels or, um, or, or grow them. They're either busy, as busy as or busier than they were before. So that's a huge increase. And I think it's a real uh, vote of confidence in Irish SMEs that they have quickly adapted to online.
0: Not to play down in any way, Una, the the seriousness of the crisis and and the way it has impacted many sectors of the economy. Uh, But I found this quite optimistic, uh, this report. I found it not so much optimistic, but encouraging uh, to reveal. And it's not pulled out of the sky either. Um, You guys interviewed, uh, I think, working with Digital Business Ireland, a thousand consumers and 500 SMEs in this research. That's right. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the research was conducted by Core Research. So, yeah, it's a very robust piece of research. And I think the nice thing is to be able to benchmark, you know, uh, what SMEs were doing uh, kind of six months ago, nine months ago, and what they're doing today. So, really, what we've seen is an acceleration of digitalization right across the board, but particularly with SMEs. So, there's been, you know, almost five years or six years of digital development in the space of 12 months, you know, and I think that that has really changed the world.
0: It certainly has um, and uh, I'm going to recommend to people that they read more about it it's on your site at weare.ie it's on our blog as well at blacknight.blog and you can download the full report and uh, it's well worth a a read and uh, it contains a a lot of uh, recommendations and suggestions about how businesses uh, can make the most of uh, the digital opportunity and uh, compete internationally as well and one of the things I found encouraging as well was that the report highlights that uh, Irish SMEs uh, should play to their strengths uh, when competing internationally uh, so that big international uh, companies may have more resources, uh, but your local uh, Irish uh, supplier is just down the road from you and can offer maybe a more personalised and a more immediate service as well?
1: Yeah, I you know, I think there's been a big movement towards supporting local by uh, consumers. And yes, you know, consumers will want to remain loyal to local, but, you know, at the same time, The big international players would be seen as stronger in terms of price, in terms of the storefronts, uh, the web uh, storefronts, and also in the range of products that they um, have on their websites. On the flip side, then, Irish businesses are seen to be more trustworthy uh, using their .ie and also that they are better on delivery. So you don't have long timelines. So, you know, those are the things that Irish consumers value from their Irish SMEs. So, as you say, uh, really, it's a que- question of playing to their strengths.
0: Let's talk about the .ie Digital Town Awards, uh, and it's an awards uh, programme now. It's uh, an idea that uh, uh, Black Knight, I know we've worked with you on, on, on some of these projects over the last while as well. And uh, I know it's a, a, an idea that uh, .ie introduced a few years ago. Um, D- Gory, I think, in County Wexford was a digital town. Uh, Sligo was a digital town. Um, and... Last year, you took the decision to uh, take a whole new approach to to digital town. Uh, could you explain a little bit of the background of that to me, please?
1: Yeah, no problem. Well, of course, COVID intervened and I, everybody had to reevaluate evaluate everything. Um, so that was gave us a moment to pause and think, because one of the things we want to do is to reach out right across the country. And the model that we had where we went to towns and engaged directly with uh, businesses, community groups, et cetera, within the towns, meant that we could really only get to one town each year. And so COVID gave us an opportunity to pause and reflect and think about how we could spread that out further. And that's where the idea of the Digital Town Awards came from. And I suppose as an organisation, our purpose is to enable communities, citizens and businesses across Ireland to thrive online. And then we thought, well, really, it's about enabling uh, rather than doing. And so those were the reasons that we um, reframed the entire program. So it's an evolution, I guess, from what we did in Sligo and Gori. And it's just fine tuned for the circumstances uh, that we find ourselves in. And plus that we're more closely tied to our own purpose as an enabler. So that's, that's where it came from.
0: So the idea is to uh, to uh, set up an award scheme, and which, this is what you're announcing, Una, and to uh, provide incentives and encouragements uh, to communities across the country uh, to enter for the Digital Town Awards. And uh, whether they win the award or not, they are still uh, improving their own communities and uh, and uh, creating opportunities for themselves.
1: Absolutely, there's a lot of people doing fabulous work at local level and we've all seen the impact of you know remote working of the digital hubs right across the country government's commitment to enabling remote working and and uh, uh, positioning it within legislation and towns right up and down the country are saying here's a new opportunity for us we can breathe new life back into our town but the backbone of that is digital and it's how you apply digital projects for the betterment of those segments, the community groups, education, uh, you know, right across the board. And that's what we want to support with these awards.
0: Can you give us an idea of the kinds of projects that you're talking about that would qualify?
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, I think when a local digital leader sit down and say, well, what might qualify in my town or in my area? You know, we have a few examples on the website giving you ideas around what those projects might be. So I'll give you an example of one uh, that has happened in France. In rural France, they have the same problem that we do with um, GPs not being that willing to work in rural communities. It's hard to attract them in. So what they said was, let's look at digital technology as a way uh, of uh, bridging that gap. So... What they do is they have created these um, boots, almost like a photograph booth. But when you go into it, the patient takes their own um, temperature, their um, uh, blood pressure, um, et cetera, basic uh, tests. And these are uploaded then because the GP is on a screen in real time. So they're uploaded so the GP can look at them. And then they have the consultation online. And they issue, the GP issues um, an e-prescription, which goes straight off to the chemist. And these booths are uh, placed in places like uh, public libraries, municipal buildings, those kinds of places. So they're very accessible and it reduces uh, the need to have multiple GPs. So in other words, it, it addresses that gap. So that's one example of a type of project that might uh, be eligible. Other projects might be around topics like tourism whether that's a tourism app uh, for your for your local town, whether it's maybe digital signage for some beauty spots or walkways or that type of thing. And I think, you know, in many towns and uh, places of attraction, a lot of them are known by locals, but they're not known by anybody else. So you might call them your hidden gems. And how do you surface up those hidden gems and make, the, make people and, and tourists and visitors aware of them? So that they stay longer in your town, they spend more money in your town, they go and um, you know proselytise. They they tell everybody how wonderful your place is, hidden walks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's using digital for projects like that. But those are just two examples. Oh.
0: And you can see more. Obviously, people can on the .dot uh, ie website on at we are .dot ie um, Una, yeah. you you're putting cash up. Uh, for grabs here aren't you you're offering communities and and towns uh, cash prizes uh, for effective use of digital technology
1: yeah and i think yeah we are definitely the price fund is a hundred thousand uh which is a very substantial price fund and there's two things we want to shine a light on those um you know digital champions that are working locally uh and so there's, there's that aspect, I suppose, the glory, you might say, of, of being a winner, or runner-up. But there's also uh, the cash prize, which then means that you can reinvest and maybe adopt a, a, another project uh, next year. So we plan to run this over five years. And, you know, towns that enter this year can also enter next year. Okay. So, yeah.
0: And what are the categories then? What are the actual different categories of prizes?
1: So we have... Um, 10 of the awards are around town size. So we've small town, medium town, and then large town. It, you know, one is 5,000, 10,000 of population, and then it's 10,000 plus. And then an urban town, that would be a distinct um, town within an urban region. And let's say Malahide in Dublin or, you know, um, Orenmore and Galway. You know, those kinds of, they're very distinctive um, towns within an urban area. These are aimed at rural towns, not at cities. Cities don't qualify for these awards. Then we have a digital changemaker award. And this is one which is, you know, a group or team that have come together. They have spotted a problem and they have used digital to solve that problem uh, today and, and, you know, act as an exemplar for other people or as a benchmark. The second one then is the Digital Rising Star. And this would be a town or group within a town where they are maybe at the beginning of their digital journey. So they have potential to grow over the coming years and maybe become the changemaker next year or the overall winner, who knows. And then the last one is a totally unique one, which is our Digital Hero Award. And this is for an an individual. We all know who they are. The people who volunteer, who do everything, never get any pay for it, never get any recognition. So that might be somebody like um, a local convener of the Kodri Dojo group. I'm just using that as an example. And that they there's a special prize of um, €3,000 for them. And we were, we're asking towns, uh, digital town leaders to nominate a particular individual from their town.
0: Fantastic. What kind of timeline are we talking about, uh, Una? Um, Are entries open already?
1: Entries will open on the 22nd of March, which is next Monday. Very good. And they will be open for five weeks. And then there is a shortlisting process. And then the winners are announced and we are going to have a virtual event in the middle of June. Very good.
0: Very good. Uh, and uh, it's most likely, looking the way things are going, that a virtual event may well be the only kind of large or significant event that's possible. But uh, hopefully in 2022, uh, it might be more than virtual, Luna. We never know.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, look, you know, virtual is great is, and, and it really supports I mean, one of the brilliant things is that people um, can tune in from home, maybe where they wouldn't have been able to travel to the awards for whatever reason, Uh, So I would say that in 2022, we'll be having a hybrid version. So in person and online. So, yeah, looking forward to that.
0: Very good. Well, as you know, Una, uh, Black Knight is very involved with uh, .ie domain names and uh, with certainly uh, Spread the Word, doing so on this podcast. Where can people go to find out more about the uh, Digital Town Awards?
1: So if you go to weare.ie, you'll find all the details for the awards on, on our website.
0: You're listening to the Black Knight Podcast and that was Una McCutcheon from .ie. You can find out more about the .ie Digital Town Awards on their site at we Are. I-E. We'll also post links to that uh, on the Black Knight blog and podcast site. You can find both of those at blackknight.blog. And remember, there are five weeks until the closing date for entries for those awards. I'm also delighted to tell you that since our last podcast a month ago, Black Knight has announced its entry to the national broadband market. We've been providing broadband for a number of years in Carlow and in Kilkenny. Now we've gone nationwide and we're we're also extending beyond business customers to provide home broadband as well. You can find out how we can help you at your address. Just go to blacknight.com slash broadband and enter your aircode. code. sinna check out our other podcast about pandemic life at thelockin.ie. I'll be back in April with another episode of this show. Good, Good evening,